portraying professionals across all industries on how they carved out and identified their own niche. I'm Nina Dorfer and I'm the founder of Le Bureau, a Paris-based agency for technical knit development, my very own niche, so to say. For today's episode, I sit down with Marsha Lee Palmer, also known as DJ Mars. She's a radio host and DJ in Grand Cayman. We sat down in IRFM studio in Kimana Bay to chat everything from working in a male-dominated field to carefully selecting your social media intake. Marsha spent her years growing up between Jamaica and Grand Cayman. She started out as an event coordinator at Margaritaville, handling operations across the Caribbean. Simultaneously, she began working on a popular radio station in Jamaica's Westmoreland for a show called Rise and Shine. It was during that time she decided to push the boundaries as a female in the industry, make a name for herself and rise to popularity. Mars is considered one of Cayman's finest radio personalities. You can catch her every weekday from 3 to 7 p.m. on Irie 98.9's Afternoon Drive on Grand Cayman Island. Without further ado, please enjoy episode number three of That's My Niche. And now, over to DJ Mars. Interviews, by the way, I hate, I hate being interviewed. Oh, because you're not in control? Lot. Yeah, it's so weird. Oh. <laughs> it's so fucking... You are the second person to interview me. A girl did it for, for her college project. She said she got an A. It was great, she says. I thought it was horrible. So I'm used to always just being the one, just so, this, bam, bam, bam. So for someone to switch the role, I'm like, I don't know, shit, what do I say? But see, this was for me the other, the other day. It was different for me because you put me on the spot and I had to like, I had to deliver. And I was like, so what? Because usually I'm like, no, 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 let me ask the questions. Mm-hmm. You know, let me prepare the framework. Mm-hmm. Let, me do, let me do all of so that. So you can relate. So yeah. Forgive me if I'm a little nervous. <laughs> it's fine. It's just the two of us. Okay. There is not even an audience. <laughs> okay. okay. We're not live. Okay. Okay. So um, first question. To take away your nervousness, to break the ice a bit. Okay. Uh, where were you born and what were you like as a kid? Ooh, let's see if I can remember. I'm old. <laughs> um, I was born in Jamaica, in Clarendon. Mm-hmm. That's a parish in Jamaica. I grew up in Manchester. My family moved there until I was 12. And then I moved to the Cayman Islands when mm-hmm. I was 12 mm-hmm. um, to be with my mom. And my other brothers and sisters. Uh, what was I like as a kid? I was very shy to myself, selfish. I didn't like to play with other kids. Oh, that's surprising. It's yeah. It's <laughs> listen. Even to this day, I'm I'm still to myself. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, I would um, be in a corner by myself most of the time. I love to sing. Mm-hmm. That's the most you could get out of me to interact. Mm-hmm. Um, say, hey, do you want to be on the choir? Yes. Oh. Do you want to join a competition? Yes. I was always for that, but to 
socialize and play with other kids. I, no, that wasn't me. So yeah, a bit of a selfish one. So how did you... Was that then um, difficult for you to, or how did that progression go to, for you to become a, did it go, like, if when you went to school, high school, mm -hmm. what were the steps? Like, take me through the different <laughs> steps. All right, so leaving from school in Jamaica was completely different from here. Yeah. Right? Um, came on, kind of molded me in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, all my friends were, of course, back there. So when I moved here, I came directly into middle school mm -hmm. and all the girls were a bit mean. Most of them were mean because you're the new girl. And I kind of dropped oh. in the middle of uh, school already started like six okay. months out. I'm the new girl in so class. That's really awkward. So, yeah. Oh my so God, I, that's my worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I found myself back uh. in a weird space trying to make friends. Yeah. And um, it took me back to the same place I was as a child where they found out, oh, she can sing. So that was my edge, uh. right? So they would say, oh, you want to be a part of this group? Mm -hmm. So then I started to interact more with mm -hmm. the kids. Um, middle school was was vicious. People were mean. Then I moved on to uh, high school and I mm -hmm. was already known. I already had friends at that time. I started getting out more, becoming more involved uh, with games, sports. Mm -hmm. And um, the transition, I guess, started there, you know, but I didn't really get out of my shell fully until I was about 20. Mm -hmm. So skipping middle school high school that did nothing for me socially really like okay. being 21 and uh getting into the tourism mm -hmm. um hospitality mm -hmm. field which then brought something that was just i guess bursting inside of me that wanted to come out so badly um i got offered a job at a hotel to be entertainment because mm -hmm. then again she sings you know what I mean <laughs> but then um, that was all it was about for me it was never media or you know anything to do with this and I, I started to come out of myself I guess you know um, interact more being on stage in the spotlight getting more used to doing that And it became a thing. And I became a star girl, as they call it. You become a star girl. And I was a part of everything. And from there, I just didn't look back. The person, I guess, that was buried all these years from childhood just mm -hmm. kind of burst out of me. And here I am, bursting ball of noise. But I feel like probably <laughs> while you were growing up, it was just developing inside of you. Yeah. And then it just needed the right scenario yeah. mm -hmm. for it to come out. Yes. So you were then quite quite lucky for mm -hmm. it to for someone, you know, to offer you. I was very lucky. Mm. I think, you know, people talk all the time about oh, nothing is handed to you or you have to work extra hard for it. Yes, you have to work extra hard for it. But I've been so lucky to the point where I've been offered, I've been given, I've been blessed in so many ways. Mm -hmm. I don't even know where to start. Um, and I've met some really great people along the way. And then the best part for me would have been when I got into hospitality field and I met the right people mm -hmm. that would pull me out of this shell and they offered me things like okay here take that make it something great let's see what you've got 
mm-hmm. you know, make it your own. And then that's it. I was just blessed with the right people at the right time. Yeah, and that's what and I was right, waiting for. And the right freedom the possibly right freedom. as well. Because yeah. if somebody tells you what you should do and who mm-hmm. you should be and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like not, no one really tried to put you into no. a mold. No, no. So I, wow. I was given freedom, choice, mm-hmm. and I used it. And it's a blessing. It has <laughs> been a blessing all these years. So throughout your 20s, um, what were the ups and downs or the lessons that you've learned? Oh, God. Because um, 20s are hard, I think. <laughs> listen, it's, 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 wow. <laughs> that's a tough one. What have I learned? Um, just go for it. Go for it. Do, do not miss opportunities because then you, you'll get to this age that I'm at now and regret and be like, oh, geez, maybe mm-hmm. if I tried that, you know, gosh, why am I looking back now? You know, just, just as long as it's legal, it's, it's <laughs> nothing that will get you in trouble. <laughs> Make sure it's legal, first of all. Um, I've missed a few opportunities that I wish I've taken. Um, then there are relationships mm-hmm. that you wish you would have handled differently. Um, taking more chances, um, opening up yourself more, you know, just not being, um, not cheating yourself mm-hmm. of, of, of what you can receive and what it is that's there for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so just, just don't do the regretful things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, but was there any time where you th- where you felt, oh, this, this is a total rock bottom right now. How do I get out of this? Um, right now. <laughs> that was a joke. Uh, in my 20s? At any point in your life? At any point. Uh, yeah, you know what? We all, I think we've all had that moment. I know, but you everybody know I mean? handles them differently. Yeah. You know? um, the, thing, the good thing for me is with my rock bottoms, I have a strong family support. Mm-hmm. I have to be honest, I've even to this day, I still have like those difficult times, but a a rock bottom situation would have been when I first moved um, from here to go back to Jamaica to get a job. Mm -hmm. And I was just in a position where um, I didn't finish school. I didn't have I wasn't qualified enough. Um, No one would hire me Mm -hmm. because of that. You know what I mean? And I just felt like because my family was here, I didn't have that support with me there yeah. at the time. Yeah. understand. So that for me, I guess back to my 20s would have been a rough time as well. Mm-hmm. The learning process. Mm-hmm. How did I pull through it? I just I just didn't stop. I guess just keep going. Mm. You'll have those down day, days where you want to just give up, but you can't. Mm. You can't give up. You can't roll over and die. You have to get up. Broke or not. Just make sure there's some gas in the car. If you don't have a car, walk, <laughs> you know, go to spots, introduce yourself to people, tell them what you can do, you know, just, just for them to at least give you a chance. Yeah. So I've had those moments. Mm-hmm. I have. Um, but I kept going. Yeah. So um, how did you decide or when was the moment where you knew what your niche was? Um, Ooh, well, that, no, and it's, (laughs) oh God. All right. So it started, I guess, in the hotel as well. Yeah. 
So I became a star girl, like I mentioned before. They called me the star girl. My name at that time was Spice. Like, whenever you walked in a room, you would add flavor to everything. I mean, so that's it's what obvious. they used to say. <laughs> You're like, oh, here she is, flavor, flavor. Let's call her Spice. So we usually get um, a lot of locals also that would come into the hotels mm-hmm. as 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 much as tourists and stuff. And I remember I was approached by this man. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was just going to hit on me like every other guy. And I was like, oh, God, not again. But he was like, he approached me with something else. He goes, did you realize or have you realized or noticed how talented you are? And you could do so much more. And he was just going on and on. And I'm like, OK, well, what's your point? Get to the point. He goes, well, your voice. I love your voice. You know, let's just do an audition. And I I laughed so hard. I was like, audition for what? He goes, well, I own a radio station Mm -hmm. and I think you'd be perfect. And I'm like, you're kidding me. No, I'm not ever doing that. I'm too shy to really just sit there. But then I'm sitting sitting there saying to myself, I'm used to a room full of people. Yeah. I'm not used to a studio like one we're in now. Mm. That's empty. How do I how do I entertain people? Stupid. So that that's what I thought. But I still showed up for the um, for the audition Mm -hmm. and turned out he had everything live this was supposed to be an audition Mm -hmm. and I didn't know it was going out live so he had a live DJ for me and they're like oh let's just do it as if you're really on air and I'm sitting there in the morning going yeah everybody welcome to the show and it was just I was just flowing I was having so much fun I was like oh Oh, I like this and afterwards, the phone, I saw the phone going off during the shows and stuff, but I didn't understand it. I'm like, I'm not paying that any mind. And then afterwards, he came to me, he goes, that entire three hours was was live. That was three hours of auditioning? Three hours. Oh my they're God, like, Jesus. you have to do a full show, come up with an entire production for the show, entertainment, uh, music, talking, all that good stuff. News. Oh, like, wow. Oh. But I mean, again, they just offered you freedom. That's the thing. That's the thing. And that's why I said to you earlier, I feel so blessed Mm -hmm. because I have many stories. I could go on and on and on. I've just been handed, like you've said, you know, just the freedom to do what I want. And not many people have been given that chance. Yeah. So I'm very grateful. I'm humbled by it. I'm humbled always by Mm -hmm. it. So there I am in this room. He said to me, you got the job. I'm like, I wasn't even what? So I, I guess I found my niche, as you said. When did I find it or knew what it, what it was then? That, that, that point, at that point when people started calling saying, who is she? Get her on the show. We love her. Mm-hmm. And I sat back and I was like, wow, this is never something I considered. And then I said, you know what? Let me do some classes for this. Let me go to school and see what it's about if I like it. And I mm-hmm. loved it. I fell in love with it. Oh, you know? wow. So basically... You jumped into the cold water and also overcame some sort of fear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like in that very moment. I mean, I can only imagine. Oh, yeah. It was it was crazy. And I think that's that was the first that was the first step for me um, when it came on to just going for what you want. Really? Yeah. Mm. Or just taking chances, yeah. really. The, that's when I really opened myself up to God. The universe is really offering nothing but greatness to you. Just accept it. Yeah. Accept it. 
and I never looked back. That was 2004. Mm-hmm. And I started doing media. Mm-hmm. And I grew from just the voice in the morning to, I want to learn more, more and more. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. So I was doing two jobs now, the hotel and the radio in the mornings. Mm-hmm. Radio says, you know what? Let's offer you more money. Quit the hotel. Let's get you full time. Mm-hmm. So here I am saying, okay, let's do this. I want to learn more. And I had a DJ at the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nah, I, I want to play my own music. <laughs> I don't want to just sit here and talk. So then he started to show me how to play. Yeah. So I became the first girl, the only female that really knew how to play the music at mm-hmm. that station. So here I am going to stage shows. Do you know what a stage show is? No. A stage show in Jamaica is like you have the big stars, the celebrities. They put on a huge show. They bring them on stage Uh and they perform for a massive crowd. Mm -hmm. Right. So then they would need a DJ for that. Oh, so I'd be a part of that. (laughs) So here I am now on stage, not just doing the emceeing. Now I'm doing the DJ sections. Mm -hmm. So it it grew from there and there and it became something else. So... Sounds pretty trailblazing to me. <laughs> yes. I mean, entering, I mean, it's a very male-dominated field. Yes. As so many things. Yes. <laughs> so many industries. Yes. Guys, Ugh. sorry. We're over <laughs> you. We're over you. <laughs> there just has to be more women. So how did you experience that? Was the What was the feedback like? Did you ever experience, did you find yourself in situations where you had to like prove yourself or where people were Always. talking down on you? and? Always, always. Um, You'd get booked for a party and then they'd try to compare you to another guy. Like, yeah, but he's better. And then you'll have probably a female also who is doing the promotion who would say, nah, but she is special because she's not your everyday entertainment. Mm -hmm. Yes, she's a female. Yes, she can play like a guy. Let's get her. That's the edge. Mm -hmm. So I started to build a little fan base. And then I realized girls were rooting for me. Mm -hmm. Then I developed this huge clan of females that would follow me to every party I went to. Mm -hmm. And it became a thing, you know, where I had the girl power behind me. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it was hard breaking through, of course, male dominated industry. But for some strange reason, women liked me. <laughs> because they, you're a role model. They, yeah, they, they liked me. And I wasn't afraid to, to beat the guys down when they needed to be beaten down. I wasn't yeah. afraid. I was taking the role of, oh, so you want to do this? Let's clash. <laughs> Let's go head to head. I was that girl. Uh And women would call and be like, yo, that was crazy. Let's keep it going. So they would follow me and it became a thing of, all right, that's Mars. Mm -hmm. She's going to do it anyway. Mm -hmm. So I I, I broke through by just not being afraid, I guess, once again. Yeah. To challenge myself and others. But it's so good to be that kind of role model and to show other females as well that... They can do it too. Like if yeah. you if you can do it, they should they should do it too. Yeah. Because there is nothing really to be afraid of. No. But I think there is so much noise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want what I would really love is an entire female group mm-hmm. DJs that go to parties with me, and we just do what the guys do because they have their own system. They call them selectors or system and whatever you 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 can hire them for parties, but I don't have enough females to say, okay, mm-hmm. this is us. We have a name. We can come to your parties because I think girls or females shy away from it a lot because like you say, you know, it's male dominated and they feel a bit intimidated by it. Yeah. But I'm here 
basically to say if you have the love for music, mm-hmm. if this is something you want to do, zone out all that noise, tune out of all that crap and go for what you want. I'm fully in support for it. So at any point in any time you feel as if you need, you know, you need some support for that. Mm -hmm. Like I can give you my info and stuff. You can follow me. You can, you know, keep, keep in touch with me. And I'm here for that. I really want to see more females stepping up because they, I know a few females here. Mm -hmm. They'll say to you, yeah, I play at home. No. (laughs) Oh, but it's, I mean, it's kind of like singing in the shower. No. Stop singing in the shower. Go to karaoke. So let's see. Then now it's on you to uh, get them out of their shell. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Yeah, that's my ultimate goal. Just a clan of us just taking over. Yeah, having the men sit back and saying, "Oh, they're sexy and hot. Let's yeah. make them play." Plus, they're talented. <laughs> Not only are we pretty and sexy and hot, but we are also talented. Mm-hmm. So I want women to claim it. Yeah, you know, just claim it. But you have the platform, like you mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. And this doesn't happen from one day to the next. No. I think you're on the right path. I hope so. I, I really <laughs> hope I am. You know, yeah. yeah. I love what I do. This is this is my passion. Mm-hmm. It has become a passion. Um, I I I see myself growing more and more. Mm-hmm. I'm learning more. Not only am I the DJ now and the voice person now, I have been promoted as well as the programs manager so now i'm programming the music for the station and making it sound good mm-hmm. it's just like different levels to this and i want to keep climbing pushing the boundaries you know so again i am blessed and honored to to be in this position to entertain people and make you feel good <laughs> day to day you, you know so just understand if you are Because you were breaking out, um, entering this male industry as the only female. So what would you say, or who would you say, shaped your style? Jeez. Oh, that's a good one. um, Jeez, who shaped my style? That's a good question. There were people I I admired. Um, There were women, female DJs that I, not DJs, just... um, entertainers or personalities that I would listen to and be like, Oh, she's good. Mm -hmm. And then you had women from, I guess just across the world that they were already doing stuff like this. You have the Angie Martinez. Um, what is she hot? 97 or probably she's somewhere else now, but she was such, she was fire. Mm-hmm. She was fire and she was not afraid of anything. And she would take the guys down, not saying I want to take the guys down, but she went for what she wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, so just strong women, I guess, like her that I would look up to and be like, damn, you know what? If she can do it, I can do it. Yeah. And I g- guess over a period of time, you kind of find your own style. You never try to copy anyone. Yeah. Don't ever copy anyone. Be you in everything you do. But you can also have people you say, I admire what she does. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I just kind of shaped into whatever it is I am now. But I did have those women mm-hmm. that I admired. 
So there's so, not one particular person. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but I guess those uh, females that you look up to mm-hmm. served as a role model, model mm-hmm. and then Definitely. kind of expanded also mm-hmm. your potential the mm-hmm. way like you saw your own potential. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So were there any mentors in that way, like in your support network or around your environment? At that time, no. At that time, um, like I said, you know what? I was just kind of tossed into a situation. No one understood it. Yeah. You know, no one that was close to me understood what I was doing. They're like, oh, you're, oh, you're on the radio. Okay, cool. No one understood it. Did they... So did they ever question what you were doing? Like not taking it seriously or? Um, no one not- really cared. I mentioned it oh. one day. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, really? Okay. All right. Um, they didn't really see it being beneficial because working in the hotel, you get to live for free. Mm-hmm. You get to eat for free. Oh, wow. And you get paid. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't understand me giving that up. Mm-hmm. To do a radio job, getting an apartment, paying rent, buying food. <laughs> so to them, it was, you're crazy. Yeah. But if you want to do it, whatever. And it just, yeah. it's not something that was discussed. So I would motivate myself every day, get up yeah. and go every day. I never had anyone. My mom, she didn't understand it, you know? And she had, she had 11 other kids that she, she's just like, okay, you want to do that? Okay, do that. You? Okay, good. Just be legal. Do legal things. We're good. <laughs> so, so I didn't really have a mentor. I kept pushing myself every, and you don't understand this whole thing. This whole thing developed from me just being, just me, just choosing to do this. No one really motivated me. Mm-hmm. I didn't get up to a message from a good friend saying, kill it today. Or, hey, you killed it today on the radio when I was done. Mm-hmm. It was just all me hoping it was cool. Mm-hmm. And then when I started to get support from people that would listen, I guess that 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 was my motivation. Yeah. My listeners yeah. became my thing. The phone would ring and we'd have conversations. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, girl, you just said that. That was so funny. I heard when you said that. Are you going to be here tonight? Mm-hmm. You're going to go there this weekend? So I developed, you know, like my listeners, that relationship bond with them. That was it. So, I mean, to say it in our dear friend, uh, Cool Faces words, Mm -hmm. uh, how do you big up yourself? (laughs) Girl, (laughs) how do you big up yourself? It's true. I've been thinking a lot about it. Listen, that's so funny. Before I came here, I'll tell you what I did today to big up myself. Oh, yes, please. Just today. I won't tell you about the other days. So I got up this morning. Uh, ate a little bit, turned my music on, Mm -hmm. danced around my room, Mm -hmm. looked in the mirror, felt myself like, girl, you look good. You're doing good. Damn right. I'm proud of you. Mm -hmm. And I danced and looked like, okay, maybe I need to take a little bit of weight off the side here, but that's okay, girl. (laughs) You know, you're still, you're still. So I literally motivate myself. I motivate myself. You have to love who you are. Mm Mm-hmm. Congratulate yourself for your accomplishments. You didn't get that, but you got this. It's okay. Mm-hmm. There's tomorrow. Um, that that's basically it. You know, I I get up and I I motivate myself. Girl, you're 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 it. You're doing it. You're killing it. You got you got this going. Do it. Keep going. 
Big up yourself. Big up yourself. I mean, that's the only message you need. Yes. In the morning, big up myself. Look in the mirror. Look at yourself. Be like, oh, yes. It's not even just about the looks. It's you talking to you, telling you how proud you are. You don't need anyone to do that for you. No, nobody's going to do it for you. No one's going to do that <laughs> for you. Nobody's going to do it for you. You, know, you have those people who sit around and wait and be like, well, no one told me I was good or no one told me how to get it done. There's there's so much available online. You don't mm-hmm. even have to go to school anymore. It's good to have the paper, the, the, the you know, the um, qualifications, of course. But what if you can't afford it? Mm-hmm. Go online. Seek whatever it is you want. It's there at your fingertips. Big up yourself by learning more every day. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Just pushing the boundaries. Yeah. Big up yourself by becoming better, a better person. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, every day. So, um... And maybe a little workout, a little workout squats and, you know. I mean... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, that makes you feel good. A little, wor- a little workout, not too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so what does DJ Mars do when she needs a little me time? Oh, you really want to know? Yeah. No, you don't. What do you mean? No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you that. I'll have to kill you. Um... <laughs> I like the beach a lot. Mm-hmm. I do Sundays every Sunday with my, my sisters. It's mm-hmm. a bonding thing. But if I do want my me time, it would still be the beach. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, last night I took my towel, uh, took my smokes, <laughs> took my little bear with me and um, lay out on the beach. You know, just clear your mind a bit. Do you turn your phone off when you go to the beach? My phone is not off because I have to have some music playing. I'm sorry. Music ah, is in everything okay, I do. Okay, okay. So I had my, my enough, reggae music rockers playing. I mm-hmm. felt like I was in Jamaica for a minute, <laughs> you know, just rocking. And I, fe- I, I smelled marijuana somewhere in my mind. So authentic. Can I say that? Yeah. Like I smelled. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the beach for me is my me time, my meditation time. Amongst other things. So what time yeah. do you usually get up? Uh, 9.30. And then what's your morning routine? Besides picking up yourself? First thing I do is I check my phone. Yeah. Isn't that bad? It's Why so bad. do we do that? Like, so I check my phone to see if the cute person that I'm like checking out is texting me. Never ever texted me. <laughs> Whatever. But um, yeah, I check my phone. I turn my television on with the music. Um... I then make my bed, mm-hmm. feed my dog. I have a little puppy. Yes, who I'm in love with. Um, and basically just get ready for work. My day starts at 11. So I'm usually at work by 1030. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a sleeper. So I kind of push the boundaries with the sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> But that's basically it to start my day. Um, get up, check my phone, music. The, the, the usual routine. So do you have a self-care routine as well? Some, some time that you take out during the day or in the evening? Um, I have a group of girls that I work out with mm-hmm. three times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, we meet up on the track. 
Mm-hmm. And we do six laps every day. We're so boring, but it's the same routine. Six okay, laps. Routine is good. Yeah, six laps every day. <laughs> and then we do a, a bit of cardio after. So like 45 minutes, mm-hmm. uh, three times a week, I do that. Yeah, self-care. You mm-hmm. have to. You have to squeeze it in there at some point. Yeah. You know, um, I'm getting older. Girls are getting more beautiful. And then with everything that's going on with social media mm-hmm. you have to be careful as well because you'll get sucked into you know the whole cliche the the oh i want this this now and i want that now my boobs isn't big enough my my butt isn't big enough my waist is too big i need it to be smaller so you can't just sit there and expect it to happen you have to work on it and if you are one of those that will sit there you'll end up being one of those social media girls that just thinks you're not good enough and you have to get yeah. surgery done. So yeah. take care of yourself every day. Try to do something, I guess, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's okay if you want to do the booty and the breast. If, if that's your thing, that's your thing. Mm-hmm. But as for me, I try to work out three mm-hmm. times a week. You know, the older you do get, you- the harder it is. <laughs> I'm not young anymore. Just got to keep practicing, I guess. Keep practicing. Mm-hmm. Um, does this ever happen to you that uh, you scroll through social media and then you realize it's been an hour of scrolling? What is up with that? Like, seriously? It's kind of, it's, it's the same thing like going on uh, Netflix. Have you ever gone on Netflix <laughs> trying to find a movie oh. and then you scroll through yeah. the entire thing for an hour? How it's about the same that? Thing, but, this is, it's, but I guess but yeah. it's more frustrating than being yeah. on Instagram. But yeah, it's social media is scrolling. It's, yeah, it is contagious. But do you, but do you feel like, because I agree with what you said, mm-hmm. that it gets you in a state of mind where after one hour of scrolling you mm-hmm. feel like well i think i think i'm yeah i'm crap i think i'm, I'm not, not yeah. I'm, i'm not good enough <laughs> i'm not pretty yeah. enough yeah my hair is too short my eyes isn't like the way it should be my nose isn't straight enough oh and yes i need to get butt implants like it does that to you yeah it really does so then i mean i guess the remedy is just to go on an unfollow spree And only follow the things that <laughs> big you up. <laughs> big you up. There we go. Do motivational things, not things to, to make you feel less of a person. And you know what's crazy? A lot of these people we follow on social media, mm-hmm. and we see a certain lifestyle. It's not, it's not necessarily what's happening. They're probably the most depressed people we will ever meet if we were to meet them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because... If you if you find the need to get up every day and do something extremely extraordinary to make yourself feel good and putting it out there, like what is that saying about you? Like just your body, body shot, booty yeah. shot, boob shot. Like what else is there? Yeah. What else is there? Well, um, I just don't know how to keep up with like posting <laughs> that many things. <laughs> like, don't you have a shit day sometimes? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Like it's like no, to me, it looks like so much you. work. It's it's fake. A lot of it is fake, but they have to maintain a certain lifestyle. And truth is, they're probably on the couch crying because their boyfriend broke up with them, or the guy's crying because his girlfriend left him, or you know their job isn't going so well. You're focused maybe on the wrong things, mm-hmm. but do not get sucked in by social media. You can admire it, click like, and browse. Oh, good for you. 
Yeah. Keep going. You know? Yeah. Uh, don't get sucked in by it. I mean, you just have to be careful who you follow. Yeah. Like, you really have to be careful. You have to. You, you really have to, you know? Um, so, DJ Mars, I hope you better perform on my feed, okay? <laughs> yes. Listen, I have a few things I posted today. I try to post something uh, pertaining to work every day. <laughs> <laughs> you in know, the studio. in yeah, the same. studio, I do a lot of that music. I do a lot of posting for music, a lot of posting with my coworkers, doing silly things. Um, we big up each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's what I think it should be family. I post my family. If we mm-hmm. go to dinner, we'll post dinners. It's it's about the sincere part of life. Yeah. The real, the real, not just getting up and wondering what outfit because you want to post it today and oh so tiring aren't you guys tired you know um <laughs> i detox regularly <laughs> i detox regularly because you do that's good yeah because then if i if i'm on the detox mm-hmm. i mean i just if i'm you on the detox to. i'm just on reddit otherwise mm-hmm. <laughs> you you have to i just swap apps yeah but it's a bit more fun and educational mm-hmm. and with no pictures. There I mean, you go. That's, that's enough. Mm-hmm. I choose that's- the content. I have power mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. over whatever is fed to me. Mm-hmm. And then whenever I decide to download the Instagram again and I open it, mm-hmm. I get tired really quickly. Yeah. So I can highly recommend a mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. detox. Yeah. The Kardashians good- are taking over. Oh. And- <laughs> It's like, if you're not a Kardashian, life is done. No, 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 no. It's Detox. True, but then everybody Detox. also looks like them. I'm like... And that's the thing. Well, yeah. good for you mm-hmm. that you're from the Middle East. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have those features. <laughs> it looks good on you, but I don't know. Like, What's the true you? It doesn't work for yeah. me, though. So. No, where is the true you? So you have to like, just take... Take more, you know, like love, love you more. Yeah. Love you more. Give, give, put you out there. So if someone is going to fall for you, let them fall for the real you. Yeah. You know, that should be taught in school, though. It should be. It really should be. Um, You know, you do have those classes where they, the, the, okay, the guidance counselors will probably try to give you, you know, some guidance. (laughs) But I believe there should be a class that's probably two hours long every day. Yeah. There should be one for guys, one for girls. Mm -hmm. That's what we're missing, I think, that will speak on issues that we're talking about. No. Mm -hmm. Social media. How do you feel about social media? Do you think you're good enough? What do you what are your thoughts? Find out how how the, the next generation is feeling. Yeah. We have to mold them as well. You know what I mean? Because if we just let this it's getting worse. Yeah. It's getting worse. There is this, there's actually now, I saw this, was it in China? There's a pop star and she's a cartoon. She's like a cartoon. Is it a cartoon? Um, Like an anime. She's on stage. Oh, she's like, is she she like a a projection? Yes. A hologram. Yes. Thank you. So that's a new thing now. Oh God. (laughs) And she is perfect. Perfect. Yeah. And she sings and she dances. So now the kids are thinking, oh, I want her hair. Oh, mommy, I think she is perfect. Can I get her wig? Yeah. So I see where the kids are being molded as well into this. I'm not pretty enough. Mm -hmm. I want her nose. And that is so 
so bad. We're focusing on the wrong things. Mm. And this world will be a mess if we don't figure out how to combat social media mm-hmm. and, 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 and how things are being portrayed. It's just not right. I think there is two trends. It's not right. Because on one hand, there is this trend for perfection. Mm-hmm. And if you look at, I mean, yeah, okay, I mean, Kardashians are the perfect examples <laughs> how they um, enhance their facial features with, I don't know what, but they keep changing mm-hmm. their looks mm-hmm. um, overnight. Mm-hmm. But then on the other hand, there is this trend of diversity. So, you know, there is uh, models who have, um, like black models mm-hmm. who have um, those like white spots. I don't know how, mm-hmm. what it's called. The bleaching? No, not the bleaching. It's like, um, it's called vitiligo, oh. where it's a pigment mm-hmm. thing, where they have those oh, like white, the white, white yeah. the lighter part and uh-huh. then the darker area. Yeah. Right. So they also have, have it in yes. their face and everything. Yes. And they become superstars. Mm-hmm. So there is this trend for diversity and mm-hmm. also imperfection mm-hmm. to, um, to accept to be different yes. and to still feel beautiful yes. no matter what you look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank God for that, you know. So there is that kind of exposure. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just not enough. It's just not enough. It's not enough. And I think maybe at our age, mm-hmm. we notice that these people exist mm-hmm. and, you know, because we have a broader view. Mm-hmm. But if you're uh, a child and yeah, like you don't have you you don't yeah. have that kind of information, mm-hmm. and you're fragile, and, you that, just, and that's a, the mo- the most vulnerable time. Yeah, and then you also like follow whatever your peers follow, mm-hmm. and it's just like mainstream stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's probably not mm-hmm. not those um, mm-hmm. examples of yeah. diversity. I don't know how, but they 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 need to figure it out. You know, mm-hmm. in schools, though, I think you should have, like you said this kind of teaching mm-hmm. in school as to loving, accepting um, who you are. Mm-hmm. Have and you ever thought about doing doing like gatherings? I mean, let's just call it gatherings, but like to bring females together and do music with them or mm. are you planning any of this? You know, I've never, you know, I thought about the, the group, like I mentioned, for the, a movement Mm-hmm. But have I thought about training and teaching and all that? No, I've, I don't, I don't know if I have the humph <laughs> for that. I just think I was self, self-taught. Mm-hmm. I don't mind doing it. I'd love to do it. You know what I mean? But I've never really thought of, oh, let me put it out there that I'm doing lessons or classes. Maybe it's something I should look into. I'd, I'd love to, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Should be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if not you, who else? That's, that's, thank you for that. I'm going to jot that down <laughs> right now. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> because, you know, the experience, you do have the younger, even the high school girls, because I've, I've, I've went to the schools a few times um, where I've taught music mm-hmm. to a class for like probably 15, 20 minutes. But I've never really said, you know what, let me start something mm-hmm. and teach and show so yeah, I'll look into that. Thank you. I mean, it would be great. I'll look into that. Can't wait. Can't yeah. wait for you to do that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so what's uh, what's happening with DJ Mars like the next um, year, let's say? Hmm. Well, for now, I just got a new promotion. Congratulations to Woo! me. Um, 
I'm really excited about my promotion. I did not see it coming, but I worked my ass off for mm-hmm. it. Um, so I'm thankful for that. I am doing bookings outside of just radio. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking a lot of gigs as in playing for the hotels, playing for the clubs, birthday parties, divorce parties. What? <laughs> yeah, 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 all that. Oh, that's, um, that sounds cool. So I'm, I'm taking a lot more um, outside of my usual job. Um, I'm also taking better care of myself, I think, you know, because I work so hard. Mm-hmm. I think for the next year, I really want to put more into investing in me mm-hmm. in terms of a lifestyle, life change, uh, health. Yeah. Um, usually we wait until, oh, it's summer in six months. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's work <laughs> out. So I want to invest more in myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to do more outside of my job. And I want to kill this promotion. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are I'm my goals. That you, will. you know, for, for, for the year, for the next year. Hopefully I'll tick everything off on that list and be proud at the end of it. Yeah. And hopefully I can get some traveling in there. Mm-hmm. Vacation. Oh, yeah. We talked about it. You need yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to come to your country. Oh. <laughs> you take me to the hot spots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're invited already. Yes. That's what I want. I want to travel a bit as well. Okay, mm-hmm. do let me know. I will. Well, DJ Mars, it's been my pleasure. Aw. Thanks I hope so you enjoyed much. your interview. I, I hope I wasn't too boring. Hope everyone enjoyed. Oh my God. Thank you. No, like <laughs> seriously, thank you so much for sitting down with me. So um, where can our listeners find you? Oh, nice. Okay, so it is VJ Mars. That's V as in very, J as in jazz, M-A-R-Z. Mm-hmm. At, um, oh, that's Instagram. <laughs> VJ Mars on Instagram. Uh, Facebook is Mars Palmer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's simple. It's, it's pretty simple. So follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. I follow back. And yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not on Twitter. I got like, I lost my, my password. <laughs> and I, I, I was at probably how much thousands of followers and then I lost it and I didn't want it back because I'm like, I lost everything. I'm not doing it again. No, let's do Instagram instead. So follow me on Instagram, VJ Mars. That's it. We'll see you there. Yes, please do. (laughs) Thanks for having me. This was a great interview. Like I said, I don't, I do not get interviewed a lot. Mm -hmm. So I may have babbled a little much. I may have, you know, yeah. But thank you guys so much for having me. Oh, thank you. And this was my chat with Mrs. Mars. If you enjoyed today's episode, hit the share button. And if you feel like someone with a niche profession within your circle should be on the podcast, don't hesitate to let me know. Hop on over to lebureau.com for more news and I'll catch you next time with another episode of That's My Niche.